0: what is up you guys hello happy december first and foremost we're in a new month it is currently december 4th so happy december last month of the year last like well, guess at this point what's 31 minus 4 <laughs> 31 minus 4 y'all get the gist last few days um, of 2021. So 2021 is definitely coming to a close. But I just want to thank everyone who has been tuning in and listening to Little Omi talk <laughs> for all these months. I really appreciate everyone who has been rocking with me. Welcome back to another episode of All My Single Ladies. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so today I wanted to um, just talk with my beautiful ladies about settling, and I'm going to just go ahead and start everything off by saying it's time that we have to stop settling. I feel as though in this season of my life in particular, I feel like the idea of settling and being intentional about not settling has been more fervent, I believe, in, in my eyesight and more of my focus in life than before, than ever before. Um, I shared with you guys in the past, you know, about, you know, some of my previous relationships and, you know, the fact that I was in a relationship where I feel as though I was pursuing potential rather than what was being presented right before me. And it's time that we stop doing that, ladies. Like, I feel like when I look at men who are married and who get married and when they choose their wives and their spouses, I feel like there you don't really see men settling like that. Men don't settle. Um, If a man says that he's going to get married by the end of 2023, he's going to get him a woman that he believes reaches and attains all of his standards, and he's going to be married by the end of 2023. And it's really something that really just settled in. I feel for me really this year as I like you know found myself in romantic, not necessarily relationships, but you know, where I'm talking to someone in positions where I'm talking to someone and, you know, I have my list of non-negotiables. I have my deal breakers. I have, you know, you know, all of us individually have our things that we're looking for in a potential boyfriend or spouse, lover, whatever, part life partner. We have those traits that we're looking for in that person. At one point in time, um, I was very strict about the type of man I was looking for. I wouldn't even entertain the idea of talking to someone or even talk to someone or even waste time getting to know someone who I automatically off bat recognized did not have the qualities and the traits that I was looking for. But I found myself really towards the latter end of 2020 and the beginning of 2021, um, towards you know, like mid 2021, maybe around my birthday in August, um, I realized that the guys that I was entertaining and talking to, um, they had some of the traits that I was looking for, but definitely did not have all. And I remember when I was talking to this one guy, man of God, um, great man, I was speaking with him. And I was just, you know, recounting, and just, you know, um, reminiscing on some of the men that I have dealt with in the past you know what I had learned and I realized that I had a common trend (laughs) there was this common trends within my past dating life that was showing itself and it was very present and I found that I was putting myself in positions where I was settling without even realizing that I was settling and I was negotiating my non-negotiables let that settle in for a second I was negotiating my non-negotiables. The things that I said and had, you know, been very clear with myself that I didn't want in a man. For example, um if you're waiting for marriage, waiting to have sex for marriage, I was dating someone who was very actively having sex and is not someone who, you know, has it in their right mind to wait till marriage at all whatsoever. That's not their moral standpoint. That's not the life that they're pursuing. Abstinence is not their lifestyle. But I was still finding myself dating guys who weren't abstinent um, and thinking it was going to work. Why? Because, oh, well, he's very good looking. He has a job. He has potential to be a good provider. Um, He has somewhat of a relationship with God. We can work on that, though. We can change that. We can up that. My influence in his life can help him get better. And I didn't recognize it in the moment, but I was settling. I would even say, ladies, that the idea of entering into a relationship with someone, um, if you have the mentality that you can change something about them, That is a, um, I would say trying to change a man or dating a man for potential is a derivative of settling because you're going after something and you're receiving something as your portion that you don't actually in actuality want for yourself, but you're going with it because you have in your mind that, you know, we can work with this or we can work on that, um, is not exactly what I'm looking for, but he has other traits that are commendable. Um, so I'll just go with this because in the back of our heads, we feel as though what we're really looking for and what we really want in a man, in a spouse, in a lover doesn't exist. And we enter into these relationships where we are negotiating our non-negotiables because we don't believe that there is a man that God has created that has and attains Every attribute attribute that we're looking for. And there, that is so dangerous. I mean, there is such a thing. I know that people marry people um, who are safe options. You know, and don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that you can't enter into a relationship or, or get married to someone that you settled for um, and have a good life. That's not true. I, I, I do believe that you could have a good life with that person because obviously you settled for them for a reason. And not everyone that you're settling for um, has toxic attributes about them. Whether it's, you know, you settled for a not so good looking guy because he had the character attributes that you were looking for. Or you settled for the not so rich guy because he had the character attributes that you were looking for. Or you settled for, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you settled for something. Something that you're giving up that is on um, your priority list within the realm of relationships that I actually believe we don't have to. Because when I sit down and when I look at men, I don't see a vast majority of them in positions where they're settling for the women that they chose. They get the best looking, the most um, ambitious, the lovely um, housewife, the the woman who's able to take care of the house, the one who is submissive, the woman of God, and they're getting the full package. But I feel like we as women put ourselves in positions where we think that the full package doesn't exist. And I understand, especially within um, the Christian world, it kind of seems as if there is a lacking within the church um, of men, available men at that. And, you know, I have had my fair share of dating, especially, especially within the church. And I, you know, I kind of agree with that. It's been my experience that it is kind of hard, not kind of hard, it is hard finding a man of God um, who is single and checks all of my boxes. Now, obviously, let's throw this out here. I'm not talking about foolish or silly boxes like oh my man must be 6'10 my man must make seven figures my man must have his own home my man cannot have um let me see i mean those are kind of good ones but those are kind of like you know my man must be funny my man must be swaggy my man (laughs) must have drip my man must have a rolex not frivolous boxes okay i'm talking i want someone that is good looking that i'm attracted to physically, mentally, um, sexually, emotionally, someone who challenges me, someone who is ambitious, someone who is working, a man of intention, a man of God. Those are not silly, frivolous boxes. And I believe that those traits and those desires that I'm looking for in a man exists. Otherwise, God wouldn't have put those desires in my heart to begin with. Why would God put you in a position where he's setting you up to not get what you're looking for? It's a giant leap of faith to turn down a okay man and wait for a great man. I get it. This is coming from someone who was almost engaged at one point. But ideally, I felt as though in the relationships, Even prior to the relationship, there were attributes about my ex that, you know, I felt I wanted to change. I went into it thinking, oh, you know, God, I don't really like this about him. I don't really like that about him. Those are actually kind of some red flags, but I'm going to just stick this out. I'm going to just pray about this and hope for the best. I believe that you can change those things about him rather than receiving what was laid out in front of me. I definitely think that my experience with dating could have went completely, completely different had I listened and paid attention to those red flags and those attributes about my ex that weren't necessarily appealing to me and weren't necessarily on my um, checklist that I tried to make. Do not put yourself in a position where you're trying to create out of an already formed individual. Don't put yourself in a position where you're trying to make out of them your dream person. that's toxic (laughs) i had to pause there because i feel like i was in a position and i was even doing it to someone else too where i felt like i wasn't really exactly what he was looking for and he wasn't exactly what i was looking for and we were both settling and we were both trying to force and create and manipulate out of the other, what we were looking for. That's called grooming. Let's not go there. <laughs> and it's harder as women um, to be trying to manipulate and control a man, especially with um, the fact that I feel like men naturally lead in the relationships. Now, granted, there are relationships where men, I mean, where there are women who are alpha women, and the men, you know, takes the back seat and the women lead. But who wants to be in a relationship where someone is constantly picking at actual character traits about you and trying to change those character traits about you into something that they like. No one wants to go through that. That's manipulative, that's controlling and it's toxic and it takes a toll on the person that you're doing it to and it honestly even takes a toll on yourself as well. I, we all have a man or a woman of our dreams and I believe within reason that that man or woman of your dreams does exist. Now, like I said, depending on what your dreams are, like don't be foolish, don't be stupid um, and turn down a perfectly good man um, that checks all of your boxes, but because he's not 6'10", like, no, that's dumb. <laughs> don't do that, <laughs> you know? Don't be silly or foolish, but really consider... What your non-negotiables are, what your jailbreakers are, what exactly are you looking for? For me, at one point in time, I wrote down on a list, like this was years ago, I wrote down exactly what I was looking for in a life partner and in a man. And honestly, doing that is one of the reasons why I ended up breaking up with my ex because I realized there was a lot that I was looking for that he didn't attain there were a lot of deal breakers and things that would typically be a deal breaker for me that I dismissed and was just dealing with within the relationship because I was expecting him to be able to change and I was dating him for his potential and I saw the man that he could be but wasn't paying attention to the man that he was And that took a toll on me mentally and emotionally and even spiritually with my relationship with God. It really did take a toll. Um, I think we need to get to a place where we are believing God to give us exactly what we're looking for and better. You know, because at the end of the day, God does know exactly what is good for us and what the best option is for us. And we really just have to trust that he will accumulate, um, I mean culminate, the best man the best spouse for us, which is really has to be able to have faith that he will do that for us. And he will provide it for us. He knows the longings. He knows the desires of our heart. If we weren't supposed to be married, if we weren't supposed to, um, have, or be with a man with these specific attributes, God wouldn't have allowed us to desire those things. Like why would he tease, tease you like that? Like that's why God is not going to tease you. Um, And the reason why I am really pressing and hounding in on not settling is because I feel as though settling can be dangerous later on in a relationship or even a marriage. I believe that if you are someone who settles for another person, it can brew um, resentment later on or down the road. Um, It can brew what ifs. Um, It can brew um you know you negotiating your non-negotiables and like that's who who wants that (laughs) um we just have to be mindful of the fact that you know if you're settling for someone and you marry that person again I'm not saying that you can't have a great life with that person you absolutely can but let's say you guys are getting into a relation or I mean getting into arguments a lot and you're thinking to yourself dang like I this is the man I settled for like you kind of almost take on a mentality like the guy that you settle for I think a lot of times we settle and we choose men or we, we date down or whatever because we think that they'll treat us better than you know someone who's super good looking or whatever or super um or too perfect we, we assume and presume that this person will treat us like queens and give us the world but what happens when you're married and you're finding that he's not doing the things that you thought he was do would do because you settled for him now you're resenting him because you're thinking to yourself i could have had better i could have went with the other guy i could have went with the better looking guy that i was more physically attracted to and i'm sitting here married to you this guy that i settled for now you have resentment in your heart towards him take it a step further <coughs> regarding um trying to change someone or are dating and marrying based off a potential those non-negotiables that you had that you dismissed and settled with the man that you're married to and you said oh well this is something that we can change with time or couldn't can change with time and god can fix this with time what happens when it's 10 plus years later and that very thing that was a non-negotiable for you he's still doing has not changed is still very much an issue. What happens then? <laughs> you find yourself in a position where you're married and you're unhappy because you settled and you negotiated your non-negotiables. So if there's one thing that you take away from this, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. I'm done preaching to y'all. Listen, I believe that whatever your heart is longing and desiring for is open and available to you. You just have to have faith. Leave these toxic relationships alone. Stop settling for men because they're a good provider, but they don't check anything else on your list. Listen, those lists are important. It's not superficial to have a list of things That or traits that you're looking for in a future potential spouse is important. Um, Pray over it. Be mindful in the way that you're moving. If you're not 100% happy with the decision that you're making or the person that you're with, if there are major character traits and flaws that he attributes presently you have to go based off of, I am praying and pleading that you go use wisdom and go based off of what is being presented before you. Follow your gut, following follow the inklings of the Holy Spirit, um, and just really have faith and trust God that God is going to give you exactly what you're looking for. Um, so yeah, connect with me on social media. My Instagram is at B as in boy, D as in dog, Medley, M-E-D as in dog, L-E-Y, Um, I would love to hear y'all's feedback. Thank you so much for listening. I will talk to y'all later. Bye.